there, I'm Andrea Koppel, and it's time for coffee, the podcast where you get to hear firsthand what the jobs and careers that interest you the most are really like. Hey there, Java junkies. How's it going? I am super excited to welcome you to the 500th episode of T4C. And because this is another big milestone for the show, I'm not going to be featuring an interview with a specific professional so that we can dig into what they do in their current job or what advice they have for those of you who may want to break into their industry. No. Instead, I want to do something different. In a few minutes, I'm going to share with you the five biggest takeaways that I've gleaned from interviewing the hundreds of guests who've been featured on T4C since I first started building this virtual library two and a half years ago in early 2018 when the world was a very different place. Back then, the mission of Time for Coffee was simply to help college students and young professionals learn more about what different jobs and careers are really like to help them turn their degrees into careers they'll love. In fact, that's still the mission of T4C. But back in 2018, when I started having these virtual coffees over Skype with professionals in dozens of different careers, what I like to call caffeinated career conversations, it was really to help those college students and young professionals who didn't have connections or whose parents didn't have a professional network that they could tap into to pick up the phone and ask their friends to grab a coffee with their son or daughter or non-binary loved one to give them insights into their industry and their specific job and to download their best career advice. And until early 2020, Time for Coffee's virtual library may have only seemed useful to those listeners without connections. But today, in the era of the coronavirus, in which no one is able to meet up for an in-person coffee, it's fast becoming a resource for even more young people, even those whose parents are well-connected. But there's still millions and millions of young people who don't know about us. And so I would be incredibly grateful if you think this episode is useful to you to take a screenshot of it or, or any other episode and share it out on Instagram or LinkedIn or Twitter with your friends and classmates to make sure that everyone who is struggling or confused or frankly just curious about what a particular career is like will know that the Time for Coffee platform exists and that they can access amazing career insights and advice whenever they want 24-7 just by pressing play. I also want to encourage you to sign up for the Java Junkies Journal. That's our weekly newsletter that comes out on Mondays to give you a quick insight into the professions and the professionals we'll be featuring that week. And it is super easy to do. Just head over to the Time for Coffee website at time, the number four, coffee.org. And the sign up box is right there. For instance, this week, our theme is careers in the music and entertainment field. And we're featuring interviews with a big time music producer who started his own firm 40 years ago and has executive produced a wide range of artists and shows, including Netflix's recent hip hop competition entitled Rhythm and Flow. It's with Cardi B, T.I. and Chance the Rapper. I watched the whole thing. It is wonderful. As well as a two-part documentary on epics entitled Laurel Canyon. 
Another guest this week is a big-time talent agent representing megastars like Louise Fonsi, Ricky Martin, Gloria Stefan, and Colombian heartthrob Maluma. While yet another guest is the Chief Communications Officer at the Recording Industry Association of America, known as RIAA. That's the trade association for the recorded music industry. That's right. There are all different ways to think about exploring careers in music, whether it's working at a music label or at a trade association that represents the industry. And by the way, the chief communications officer at the Recording Industry Association of America, RIAA, spent most of his career in politics and was House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's chief spokesman for many years. All right, are you ready? Here they are, the five big takeaways that I've gleaned from the hundreds of interviews I've done with professionals in dozens of different careers. And to help you remember them, let's call them the five M's of how to turn your degree into careers you'll love. And that's career with an S, because I assure you, you are going to have many different careers over the course of your professional life. So here we go. The first M is mindset, as in mindset matters. First jobs don't. In other words, if you're graduating later this year or next, please do your best not to stress about what your first or even your second job will be. I am absolutely convinced that it doesn't matter where you start. Sure, it would be awesome if you could find a job that covers your monthly bills with something left over and is something that you're going to enjoy. But even if you don't like it, as I didn't like mine and so many other T4C guests didn't like theirs, you're going to be fine. As a result, instead of twisting yourself into knots, trying to figure out what you're going to do with the rest of your life or stressing about making a wrong decision by picking one career over another or one job over another, Just pick a lane. Start a job in a career and give it everything you've got. Think about it as an experience you'll have for the next year or maybe two. That's it. And here's the reason why. The second M is magic, as in magical things will happen to you. Now, by magic, I don't mean you're going to learn how to saw someone in half. Rather, there are people that you will meet things you will learn, and experiences that you'll have that will influence your next step in ways you can't imagine right now. For example, when serial entrepreneur Steve Blank left school in Michigan without graduating, he decided to head to Florida. There was no strategic reasoning behind this decision. It was just because Steve wanted to live in warm weather. And when he got to Miami, he needed a job, which he found at the Miami airport, loading horses onto cargo planes. Now, Steve could have cared less about the horses. What he was fascinated with and what he discovered he was fascinated with was the plane. And because he was at the airport, he had access to aeronautical engineers and electrical engineers who worked on servicing the planes. One day, one of these engineers handed Steve a manual to one of these planes, which Steve ended up reading cover to cover. Remember, this was well before the era we're living in today, where you can find manuals to just about anything on the internet. That job at the airport, loading horses onto planes, ended up convincing Steve that he wanted to learn electrical engineering. And so he quit that job and joined the military. You can hear all about it in T4C episode 
333. Yet another example of how magical things will happen to you is in T4C episode 487 with Homeland's executive director, Leslie Linka Glatter, who started out her career as a modern dancer and a choreographer. And that ended up taking her to cities all over the world. One day, while she was living in Tokyo, she was standing at an intersection that had two coffee shops, one on the right-hand side of the street, the other on the left. Leslie turned left and walked into the shop, which turned out to be super crowded. There was only one seat available, and it was in the back of the shop, where an elderly man sitting next to that vacant seat waved to Linda to come sit down next to him. Now, plenty of people would have ignored him, But Linda didn't. She was curious and she was open to a new experience. And as Linda tells it, the man ended up sharing his whole life story with her. And it so inspired her that she moved back to the U.S. to take a workshop in filmmaking. You can hear more about how that workshop and the film she made about that Japanese man's life ended up earning her an Oscar nomination and brought her to the attention of one of the most famous, accomplished directors in the world in T4C episode 487. That is what I mean by magic. The third M is major, as in majors don't matter. Now, what I mean by that is this. Instead of thinking of your college major as the tiny house that you're going to be forced to live in for the rest of your professional life, think of it as the foundation of a professional skyscraper that you're going to be building for the next 50 years with each new job and each new career adding a new floor to your unique skyscraper. Just because you're an English major or a theater major or a history major doesn't mean you have to go into those fields. Far from it, my friends. You're learning foundational skills, no matter what your major is. Skills like learning to write well. Some of you are learning how to be accomplished storytellers in writing or maybe even on stage. Have you written papers for class? Then chances are you're also honing valuable critical thinking and analytical skills that will come into play in countless careers. Have you ever taken an economics or a data science course? That doesn't mean you have to become a data scientist or an economist. Courtney Spaeth majored in military history with a concentration in the special forces during the Vietnam War. And Courtney got a competitive internship at the White House, and she had to waitress and tutor on the side to pay her bills. During her time in government, she worked at the Department of Justice, the Pentagon, and she focused on global terrorism. Eventually, she was hired by Lockheed Martin. That's a global aerospace and advanced technologies company. And she got a job in business development. Bingo. Courtney identified another superpower. Even though she'd never studied finance or business or even economics. And today, Courtney is the CEO of Growth Period, a super successful consulting company that she founded in 2007. You can hear all about it as well as her wonderful advice and her journey in T4C episode number 467. The fourth M is mishaps, as in mishaps are opportunities. Or perhaps put another way, don't view your professional failures as scarlet letters, forever branding you as a failure. 
or a loser. No, 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 my friends, because the truth is far from it. Look at them as badges of honor, opportunities to learn and grow and bounce back with even more wisdom and even more lessons learned. And often they are opportunities to take stock and pivot into another job or career. Remember Steve Blank, the guy who loaded horses onto cargo planes and discovered his love of electrical engineering? Well, after serving in the U.S. military and getting trained for free in electrical engineering, he went to work in manufacturing in Michigan and then ended up in Silicon Valley due to a magical experience, way before Silicon Valley had become the startup capital of the U.S. Over the years, Steve worked for a number of companies, some successful, others that failed. And he saw firsthand the secret sauce and the ingredients that went into building successful startups. Those insights inspired him to develop what is now known as the Lean Startup Methodology, which at its core is all about failing fast so you can move on to the next business, which may be a billion-dollar idea. And finally, The fifth M is motivation, as in your motivation is the rocket fuel to propel you forward. Think of motivation as hard work plus. In other words, as more than just putting in long hours and doing your job well, it's the ability to suck it up and bounce back from mishaps and failures and still go above and beyond to learn and grow and excel. In fact, I can't think of a single person I've interviewed who had their success just handed to them. They've all had to navigate challenging circumstances and learn how to make it through to the other side. That is exactly what Courtney Spaeth did on multiple occasions after graduating from school. In fact, just before graduating from the University of Pennsylvania, Courtney's father was arrested and sent to federal prison. That's when she learned he hadn't been paying her college tuition. And so suddenly Courtney was saddled with tens of thousands of dollars in debt. She still took that unpaid White House internship and shared an attic apartment with a friend, all while juggling side hustles to pay her bills. Instead of wallowing in self-pity and feeling sorry for herself, Courtney kept moving forward, doing whatever she had to do in order to realize her potential. Today, Courtney believes Her motivation, in addition to being rocket fuel, was also the secret sauce to her success. Whatever you are struggling with, my friends, during these incredibly challenging times, I hope you'll keep the five M's front of mind to inspire you and fuel your ambitions. Thanks so much for listening to Time for Coffee, where the professionals in the jobs that most interest you always have time to grab coffee. 24-7, no matter where you live. I have one quick favor to ask you. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe to Time for Coffee. Thanks so much.